All right, we'll get going here in a minute. Uh, get our co-host up here. Hope everybody had a great Friday. Uh, we'll get going as usual. Uh, Patron, I sent you an invite. We'll get Dam in here. Be ready to go, my man. Dam, there he is. All right, Patron, man, how are you, buddy? You feeling better? Yeah, man, I'm getting better by the day, which is good. You know, still, you know, a little shook up, but you know that's that's normal, right? But uh, extremely happy to be here tonight with everybody. Yeah, you know, it feels like home when I get on here with you two guys, man. There's nothing that will ever change that. It's a special place to be. Uh, you know, it's a great feeling. So uh, let's get Dam up here and we'll be ready to go, man. Come on, you big gorilla. Let's get you up here. Hey, uh, Patron, how you feeling about uh, everything going forward? I'm excited as still, you know, I don't sound like it. That's because I, you know, I just came out from a bad cold, but I'm still excited. You know, it's not even the middle of this month. Um, so we are in the middle of our birthday month. So I, I'm pretty sure that there are some things that are coming up this month that are going to be very excited that we have no idea what they may be. But uh, I I think uh, we're ready for something huge. I think my belief—that's my personal belief. Nothing from the team yet, but that's what I smell. Yeah, uh, yeah. We're gonna get into all that. Uh, let me get into Dam real quick. Dam, uh, you want to get into your early thoughts and then your disclaimer, and then I'll be ready to go. Oh, absolutely. Uh, thank you, everyone, for uh, joining us for another night of Safe Moon After Dark. I'm going to go over our disclaimer. This is to protect the listeners um, and the show as well, as well as our platforms. So I'll go ahead and start here. Safe Moon After Dark presents informative content, news, and entertainment surrounding Safe Moon projects in the Safe Moon ecosystem, developing technology, and the cryptocurrency community. We want you to come strong to the mic. However, when you come to the mic, we want you to remain respectful to not only the host and co-host, but to other speakers and guests as well. If you aren't following any of us or if we aren't following you, please make sure that your tweets aren't protected before you come up. If you don't have anything in your profile related to crypto, SafeMoon, or the SafeMoon ecosystem, we're probably not going to let you up. When you share, please try to hold it to under five minutes. Please try to keep everything clear and concise. Try not to take up too much time as we want to get through all the content and hear from anyone in the audience. If you have any questions, please contact us via our DMs and we will attempt to get any question you have answered as soon as possible. A reminder that we are being recorded tonight and streamed to a variety of podcasts and or video platforms. Please feel free to visit Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and Google to listen to this show or future shows at a later date. This show is not financial advice, and I do apologize. I was running a little bit behind. I was having trouble getting uh, connected on Twitter, but I think the uh, the feed is much better tonight. Yeah, we're good, man. All right, so let me just start out by saying this. I got, I know you guys have seen my tweet. Uh, I bought into uh, Affinity, which is a great project, great leadership team on the swap. also bought into Evergrow. I had somebody tweet out that I was getting paid to promote these. Look, I've never taken money from anybody to buy a token. I have never promoted a token for any money. 
I've never received tokens from anybody. So anybody's going to tell you that is that is complete bullshit. So I'm going to start out by saying that if I buy into a project that's in the safe moon swap, I will tweet it out uh, to show support for that partner in the swap as part of the safe moon galaxy to recognize the leadership team. I don't make quick decisions. A lot of times it's a month, sometimes two months before I decide to do something. Uh, it's all done with a positive impact. I'm not being compensated to do that. This is recorded, so everybody can hear that. Uh, that goes for anybody that's trying to, you know, go down a narrative that th there's money involved or I'm doing this for compensation. I will never do that to you guys. I can tell you that right now. It just will not happen. Uh, if I was ever, which I cannot even foresee, going to be a paid endorser, I would have a separate room, wouldn't have anything related to SafeMoon, and I would clearly state that before I went into anything, if it was a project or something outside of SafeMoon. I can promise you that. It will never, it will never be different than that. So I just wanted to kill that FUD to start the show. Second thing uh, I wanted to say is it's great to have everybody together. Uh, we're moving in the right direction as a community. Uh, and the fact remains, which we've said many times on the show, not everybody's going to make, it. you know, we have a lot of great people that have bought into this project that have held strong and all of you are to be commended because all of you are, are strong, powerful people with the vision of what SafeMoon is going to become. Not everybody's able to do that. That's why it means something. Okay. That's why we're going to be successful. That's why we're a strong group. It's a group that has the collective strength. It is never one person. The group is what brings everybody together. The community, the people that believe in this, the people that don't, you know, sell out, the people that uh, continue to look at the positive when there's negativity around them, the people that believe in the leadership team, the people that research and look into things, right, and, and why we have what we have. The, that is the value in this, okay? And when things get tough, and negativity comes, the people that succumb to that are not, are going to be the ones that don't make it, you know, and I'm a realist, you know, I'm a positive person, but I'm also a realist. And the ones that stick with this are going to have the success, right? And then you're going to have, you're going to have something in between. You're going to have the people that sell out because they're afraid or because, you know, look, if something comes up in life and you end up selling, that's one thing, right? But to, just sell out because you lose faith in the mission and the belief in the team and in this community and then say something about it. Right. And be public about it and proud about it. Well, I don't consider you part of the army, right? You can buy back in later, but the way I look at it, you hurt, you tried to hurt them, tried to hurt us. We're a family, right? Like we don't allow that bullshit. So if somebody uh, sells out because something happened, I get it. Right. Life happens emergencies happen kids come first family comes first it's a different deal that's somebody with the intention of coming back in they still believe in what we're doing all right so i want to differentiate between the two but if you're selling out and then you're, you're coming with the negative attacks and you know trying to undermine the community undermine these people that you have this bond with great people with a vision for the future i can't forgive that you know uh some people believe in forgiving everything i don't uh, that's one of the things I can't forget because I know how special the people in our community are. I know that it's the greatest group of people that I've met in life, right? Family is is great. 
And then you have people that are impactful beyond that. So uh, we, we don't accept that. We don't put up with that. Uh, we believe in each other. We're here for each other. We're a family. All right. What has me most excited, and we're going to get into this in a minute, is staking. I, I think staking could be something that could be coming within the next month. I hope hopefully this month. Uh, when you look at the tweet uh, earlier today about uh, swap on the 22nd and making sure it's out of the liquidity pool, I think we got something coming pretty soon. Could it happen this month? I don't know. But if it does, that would be a great thing. If it ends up being April, that would be a great thing as well because we're looking at global tokenomics in mid-April, right? But the bottom line is staking is something I'm really looking forward to. To have staking while you earn reflections is going to be an absolute game changer. So I definitely wanted to talk about that tonight. We can talk about global tokenomics. We can talk about John, right? John's going to be at an event tomorrow. Uh, and then they're going to be doing the SafeMoon uh, uh, live broadcast as well with Grit Daily. So anyway, uh, a lot to talk about. You guys can talk about what you think that's going to be like. Bottom line, though, we're in this for each other. Uh, you know, it ma- everybody has like something that matters with them, their vision of where they want things to go. But it's, it's important to me to see everybody else succeed as well. That's what we're about. We're about collective success not just our own success and anytime you're looking at success beyond yourself that's when things have the greatest meaning in life just my perspective uh patron your thoughts then we'll go to dam and then we're going to open it up to our listeners go ahead uh patron um i I will say this um i'm invested in other projects that's that's no no hiding um but i will also say that I have never received any money or anyone to give me anything to promote anything. Everything I have, I bought with my own money. No one has given me ever shit in my life. Everything I got, I earned it. So uh, for people to say that, uh, that's very, very sad. But anyway, that's that's their own personal opinion. They can say whatever the heck they want. But um uh, no, you're right, man. Uh, we're, we are a family, and um, we believe in this project, and we're not getting paid by saying this. I believe in this project. I'm not getting paid at all, but I definitely believe in the project, and I believe in the team, and I think the good things will happen this year, next year, for the next three, four, five, ten, twenty years. I don't think Safe Moon is going anywhere. All you got to do is hold on if you, if you, if you can. And this is not a financial advice, but great things will happen in the future. Yeah, for sure, man. And, you know, look, we're going to do it right. You know, we're, we're going to do this thing right. We're going to come on here. We're going to speak our truths, right? Uh, we're going to call things out. And then we're going to speak about what we see in SafeMoon. And not everybody's going to agree with it. And we're okay with it. But over time, you know, people will notice what's real and what's not right and there's a lot of fake out there and so that's the issue right so people say well why why pay attention to that well some of this you got to root out because you got to know who's really behind this and who isn't right it's a travesty to have people acting like they really are supporting the army and to act like they really care about safe and, and have them be the complete opposite you know we want people that are in this for the long haul they care about the community care about the project. 
Uh, damn, son, go ahead, sir. Yeah, um, I agree with everything you all said. You know, um, none of us are paid. Um, we all three have good jobs. You know, we, we support ourselves. We don't have to move from project to project, shilling one thing after another. Um, we don't have to do that. I'm not going to gloat on myself, but Chris and Patron both are highly successful themselves outside of crypto. Um, they don't need to shill anything, um, you know, so there's not even a need there for it to come to that. But we, we pride ourselves on having integrity and not being able to be bought. Um, what you see is what you get. Nobody's perfect. You know, we make mistakes. We call things wrong sometimes. But that's what we're all here to do is speculate, right? We're, we're here to uh, have a good time, to promote SafeMoon, and to give the community a boost when things are, are going down, and then to celebrate when things are going up. Because, you know, storms don't just hang out forever. So this this lull, this downtrend, this isn't going to last forever, you know. And uh, people are going to remember those people who stuck through it. Through it. And uh, I've not sold a token. I will not sell a token. I've never changed that stance. So I'll be here. Either way, we'll either be on the moon or there'll be a crater in the ground. But I'm not selling my tokens. And let me say something else, too, before we go to our speakers. I was driving home tonight, and I was thinking about this, right? Because I've been in this since May. So it's been almost a year for me. Not quite a year. And I was thinking, like, how things have gone and how things have changed. And I will tell you, this is a fact. I've had a couple times where I could have cashed out over a hundred grand with this investment. And those couple times, I had less than I hold right now. That's a fact. More than once where I could have cashed out at over a hundred thousand and I didn't sell a token. And I have a close friend who could have cashed out easily over a million and did not sell a token okay and uh i don't look at it as anything bad i just look at it as a cycle that you have in crypto until things are built up until we have the utility and it doesn't it doesn't even phase me guys but just so you know you know just so everybody realizes and and, and by the way in october i could have cashed in over 100 grand with a lot less than I have now, just to put it all in perspective for you. So I know how everybody feels and I have a good understanding of the pulse of the community. Okay. And I know that like right now it's not exactly where we want it to be, but I look at this as just a phase that safe moon is going to go through until we have the utility built and the volume pumping. All right. So I'm just being perfectly honest with you guys about everything. Uh, and you know, some people will look at that is, you know, well, Hey, you should have sold them. No, I don't look at it like the, I look at it as a journey. Uh, we're climbing a mountain and we're going to all get to where we need to be. And in the meantime, you know, we're, we're together. We're a family. And the reality is all it really is now is the circulating supply, right? So you got a high circulating supply. It's up in the, you know, four upper 400 billions. Right. I haven't looked at the number as of today. Once that supply comes down, 
we're all going to be where we want to be. It's just a matter of time. And the only way that's going to happen is once they have the exchange, the card built, you know, the blockchain built, everything we have built, we're going to get to that supply. Take other take other uh, coins right now, right? Take Crow. There's somewhere in that 25 billion, 26 billion range. That's ranged anywhere from 39 all the way up to 96 cents. That's what I look. So then the question is, how long is it going to take us to get to the supply where we start to see results with the price? Well, it's just a matter of the utility and consistent volume every day. But just so everybody knows, we're on this long journey together. Uh, let's go, Dan, and then we'll go to our speakers. Go ahead, Dan. Yeah, and um, about what you were talking about earlier, Chris, all three of us hold. We all have other holdings. We're all involved in other projects. Um, SafeMoon is my baby. Personally, that's my largest one. Um, but I do have other holdings. That's not something I would ever represent any other way. Uh, Patron and Chris are the same. Out of respect for the name Safe Moon that's in this space, and for all of you all, we do not talk about that or shill other programs in this space, and we we really don't shill other programs ever, um, other projects, excuse me, ever. Um, you know, I don't think you have to uh, shill a project if it doesn't stand on its own merits. You know, then what's there to talk about? Yeah, I mean, we will have people that become part of the safe and swap on here, and they will get their just due. They work their asses off to get here, and they deserve the recognition. And we want everybody to get to know the leadership team. They're part of safe right now, okay? And if we invest in one of those projects and we tweet that out, there's nothing unethical being done. Uh, in fact, I look at that as an opportunity to grow those projects. And I'm just transparent and open in everything I do. That's just my personality. Everybody's not like that. I respect that. I'm just one of those guys is what what you see is what you get, right? And so, like, if I invest in something and it's in the Safe Moon ecosystem, I'm going to tweet it out and say, hey, uh, I got in Evergrow. It's a great project. Great, You know, I like the leadership team, Affinity, same thing. I really like those people, and I like what they're doing, and I believe in it. So. Uh, and there's other projects too I'll get involved in, I'm sure. I just don't make a decision right away. So it doesn't mean that I, I like or don't like something, just to give everybody a heads up. Uh, let's do this. Let's go to, I think first would be Hoddle, and then I'm going to go Sam, then I'm going to go the Heme team, and then I'm going to go to David. Uh, Hoddle, my man in Chicago, how are you, sir? What's up, brother? Just working, doing the nine to five on second shift thing. You know the deal. Um, can you hear me all right? We're all good? Yeah, it was kind of cutting out there for a minute, but I think we're good now. Go ahead, sir. Okay, great, great. You know, um, I, I saw that tweet earlier, and, you know, you're you're probably used to it by now, but you and, and everybody else that holds a space, even the other spaces, they're, they're going to be succumb to negative attacks constantly, and that's just the way it is. And, uh, you know... More power to you for taking on that role. But um, if you're not at least, you know, mentioning the tokens in our newly developed ecosystem, it's our it's our duty as a soldier, basically, if you want to put it in those terms in the Safe Moon Army, to also vet and then promote those coins in our ecosystem, whether it's by investing in them or mentioning in them 
or telling people the things you might like about them. I mean, that's how we're going to grow. I mean, I hold Safe Moon is my largest bag. And I've also got Enhanced Token, uh, Evergrow. And, and I hold, you know, Crow or whatever. But that's not in our ecosystem. But I go through, um, you know, Crypto.com to convert all this bullshit. It's like if you're going to be in the Safe Moon Army, you're not going to buy Evergrow on PancakeSwap, you know. It just it, it doesn't make any sense. The, these people are are lashing out and we just got to hope by talking about it that the rest of the people that listen to the show are smart enough to th- see through the I mean, the jealousy, the envy uh, that this guy got launched. And meanwhile, you look at your listeners and there's like seven of them listening offline or whatever it's called. That's who they are. You know what I mean? It's. It's nuts. I mean, you're doing the army an injustice by not saying, hey, Evergrow is a great project. Um, I vetted it myself. Do your own research. I put a few BNB into it or whatever. I mean, you know what I mean? You, you got to promote the system as a whole. That's the only way this is going to work. And we're going to get the volume that we all want. That's my opinion. Stack them. And let me say this. The, these projects that worked this damn hard to get on the Safe Moon ecosystem, they deserve the recognition, right? And if they're a solid project and we invest in them, we're going to say something, you know, because I think it, 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 look, it's a great thing. Imagine if you put all this time in and all these hours in and then you achieved your dream of getting on this ecosystem and you're an evolving project and somebody recognizes you and says, hey, I, I really like what you're doing. I like the leadership team. I like the way you guys are going, and I'm, I'm invested in this. And I, I, I believe in, I believe in doing that. I believe in giving credit where credit is due. Uh, yeah, so not, not to cut about. you off, but sure. just one more thing, Chris, if it's cool. Yeah, go ahead. Um, just a comment on like you know what Dam Damson said. I mean, you know, y'all got great jobs. I mean, I've got a great job too, and I don't like what I do but I get paid well to do it. But this isn't about um, your great job. This is about getting so we can have financial freedom and and get out, you know, do our own thing, you know, whether it's whatever. I want to make cutting boards one day for a living. I don't know. I like to woodwork, but you, you know what I mean? But, you know, everybody's got their own situation and they, and they invest for their own, you know, um, for their own priorities or whatever. And if you have to sell, you have to sell that, that whole speech. But, we gotta, we gotta all stick together and promote everybody that comes in to the Safe Moon ecosystem. Yeah, man, for sure. And like, you know, sometimes there's private conversations I'll have with people, right? Like where things are like, you know, a little hard for them, and that's okay. You know, like we're gonna have time. You're gonna go through the peaks and valleys with this, man. I mean, like you have to be a mentally strong person to go through this. When you have people around you telling you that you're, you, you know, you, you're not thinking this through or you're not going to be successful, like that's going to happen. I mean, that happened with Elon Musk, guys. Elon Musk was creating Tesla. Everybody said it wouldn't be successful. Look at it now. Elon Musk was creating SpaceX. People said it could never be done. Look at it now. Elon Musk said that the hardest situation he ever encountered in business was he had to decide. Okay, if I give all my money to one company, it will survive and be successful, but one company will die, or I can split it between the two companies and try to make them both successful. And that's what he did. 
he wasn't willing to take the, the, the easy way and have one company die. He was willing to split it between both companies. He was willing to sleep in the factory. He was willing to work seven days a week. He was willing to be the engineer for SpaceX because nobody wanted to work for him. He had people from NASA telling him that he was a failure, that he couldn't do it, right? Like this went on. I mean, watch that 60 Minutes interview. It was years ago when he talks about what it would mean to him to have NASA astronauts, right? You know, just give him some credit and just say, hey, this can be done. They would, they refused to do that. And, and he admitted he looked up to these people. These were people he looked up to as a kid. And all he wanted was their approval and could not get it. You're not going to get the approval from everybody you want, right? It, it's just not going to happen. But when you look at these projects, like Safe Moon, okay, we know what Safe Moon is. Some of these other projects, too, you know, they're dealing with the same thing Safe Moon has dealt with all the negativity. Everybody deserves a fair chance. They deserve the right for us to look into it, research it, and if it's part of the Safe Moon ecosystem, you know, we gotta we we, we gotta be willing to open our minds up a little bit, right? And then we gotta be willing to uh, believe in each other and and have that strength. Uh, when I look at Affinity, what I like about it is they're gonna have staking in the future, which is gonna involve Safe Moon, right? And then there's other great projects too, right? So. I'm not selling anybody short. Just the the general overall theme is that these are people that are part of us now. Uh, I welcome them and I accept them. Let's do this. Let's go to uh, Sam. Go ahead, Sam. Yeah. Hey, you guys don't get paid for talking about SafeMoon? <laughs> I'm kidding, man. I'm kidding. I don't get paid for talking about SafeMoon, man. I'm, I talk about SafeMoon because I freaking love the project. I love where they're going. I believe in them. And when I tell my friends, my family, and other people about SafeMoon, it's not so that they can buy in and raise the price so that I can make money. I do it because I believe it's going to change my life, and I wanted to change their life too, man. That that's why we talk about SafeMoon. That's it, man. We do it because we care about people and because we believe it's going to change their lives. That's the overall theme, man. It has nothing to do with money. Or are benefiting from everything. Everybody's, in, you know, a lot of people right now are in this me mentality, right? Like, well, if it doesn't benefit me, what's in it for me? I don't look at it like that. I look at it as this is a movement. We're all grateful to be a part of it. And you want people that you care about in life to have the opportunity that you have. I feel fortunate to be part of it. I feel fortunate that I had a guy that I'm friends with come to me back in April and say, hey, you need to look into this. I didn't buy in until May. It wasn't like I just said, okay, yeah, let me throw some you know, money in in April. I got into it about mid-May, actually. Uh, and he got in the, th the third day it was out in March. So, But I felt grateful for that. I felt like I had an opportunity. A lot of other people didn't. And I've wanted them to have the same opportunity. So that's been my thought process the entire time. Uh, anything else to add, Sam? Yes, uh, what you were saying earlier that when uh, when it was uh, not at an all time high, but when it was at a high and you were up like a hundred grand on it, my brother Florian, man, he he started. He's the one that got me in on Safe Moon. But uh, same story with him. He bought when it was kind of high, and uh, as it was going down, he just kept buying. And right now, he has so much more than he did then. 
So when it goes up again, man, he's going to have so much more money than, than it is now. And the thing is, he's not even planning to sell. He, he's talking about just holding and just taking in that passive income from the uh, reflections. So it's a, it's a smart move. Definitely. Uh, Got to buy when it's low. It's not financial advice, but right now it's low. And uh, I believe that maybe, say, two years from now, and I, I don't think it's going to take that long for it to go up, but two years from now, you're going to be one of two guys. You're going to either be the one that says, uh, uh, thank God I bought when it was cheaper, or you're going to be the guy that said I should have bought when it was cheaper. So pick who you're going to be. Yeah, and, you know, my friend, regular whale that got me in this, this guy has so much confidence, you know, and, and he's very private. He's never on Twitter. Uh, he's talked about coming on the show at some point, but I will tell you this. The guy easily could have walked away with a lot of money, over a million dollars. Hasn't sold a token. Doesn't even have the wallet downloaded on his phone. <laughs> and doesn't even and doesn't even ask me about SafeMoon. Doesn't even worry about it. Doesn't. I mean, we talk just about every single day and never is like, Hey, what's going on with safe moon? What do you think? Anything like that is very aware of the show says the show is extremely important to safe moon going forward, but does not worry one bit. I've never seen this guy lose confidence. Even the day of the failed wallet launch, I was with him. And when that happened, he still said, "Eh, okay, it didn't go right, but they'll get it fixed. And, uh, we're good. (laughs) <laughs> so there was like no no panic in him at all i mean even in the hardest moments so i just wanted to bring that up with everybody too let's do this let's go to uh david david how are you great thanks for having me up i really appreciate what you patron and damson do you guys are strong pillars of the community really appreciate that one thing that we have to understand um from what i've seen over the last year in cryptocurrency is uh, uh, i I think that a lot of these guys are, you know, they're, they're in their 20s to 30s. They're, they're younger. They, they expect things faster. As, you know, I'm almost in my 40s, dude. What's one year? One year isn't shit, okay? Like, you have to be patient with this. You have to be strong. You, you have to have conviction with what you're investing in. You have to understand this. So, like, if you don't understand what you're investing in, don't invest in it. Don't expect $1,000 to make you rich overnight. It's not going to happen. But what could happen is five, 10 years down the road, that $1,000, who knows what that can bring you? You've got to be patient. You have to bring uh, a sense of maturity into this. So that, that's why I appreciate what happens on this. Is there, This is the most mature uh, Twitter space that I listen to. You, you guys are a little bit older, sorry, but like, with that maturity brings patience and you don't get that sense of time until you're older. So that's all I got to say is just guys, just be patient. If you're on the younger side of things, checking your wallet every day and expecting to be rich overnight, it's just not going to happen. You got to relax, invest what you can only afford to lose. But at the same time, you, you just, just let it mature. Just, just watch it. Just watch it. Thank you. That's all stack them and yeah we are older and we don't hide from that we don't give a shit right like we've never given a no shit there's nothing that. wrong with that that's that's that's, that's maturity it. man that's the ability to wait one year isn't shit hey i'm 42 i don't hide it patrons in his 40s damn how old are you 
I'm 25. I, I ain't 40 yet, man. I'm 38. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm 46, man. So there you go. You got three guys in their 40s that have been in cryptocurrency for a while. Is that any coincidence? No. We've been in this, guys. Like, we're not, we're not coming to the mic with eight months of experience, okay? We're not the kid that just, you know, got his driver's license. We're not the kid on Twitch talking about the next 1,000X, right? We're talking about something we see that's a long-term hold with massive potential with an ecosystem that's going to be unlike anything we've seen in our right. opinions. And, you know? and that's why we got to be patient with these younger, you know, kids. You know, I'm no, no, I shouldn't say kids, younger adults. Because, you know, I really feel that cryptocurrency, you know, people in their 20s to 30s are very more accepting of this type of currency you know people my age you know they're, they're definitely resistant to this it's still you know fake internet money that you know doesn't really make a lot of sense to them so we are fighting this battle of maturity and you know and knowledge so the, the these kids can kind of see what the long term holds but they don't have the life experience to be able to understand that hey a year or two isn't really anything so that, that that's why it behooves us as the older people that are in this space to calm these people down and try to express to them, this is going to take time to mature out. And, you know, to, just to be realistic, I don't think it's going to take like years and years. Right. I, I know a lot of, I hear people say if it does, like I'm okay with it, but I think we're going to have once the utilities built and I do believe that will happen this year. I've said that many times on this program. Um, and, and, and I 100% agree with you. I think it's coming, but it, it's completely asinine to see like, you know, a, a ton of these communities. And, and don't get me wrong, the, the, the people that aren't able to hold, they're the loudest. They're the ones that have the problem with it. They don't have the maturity to see that, hey, you know, there's going to be problems and we're going to get past that. Correct. And, uh, you know, like I said, you, you look at a few things, right? Okay, look, they're they're playing on the card. That's backed by Mastercard. You know, you got an EU money license, so that's going to be international. The exchange and the card in quarter two, right? That's what they're saying. Now, could it be sooner? Who knows? But let's just say it's quarter two. You have both of those out in quarter two, and you have Safe Moon Connect probably in quarter two as well. Uh, you got utility. And then you got more swap partners and you got a bigger, you know, uh, exchange that's built. That's your volume right there. Then it's just about having that daily consistent volume. And there's your burn. It's burning the circulating supply. Right. And it, it it's not it's not far fetched. It's going to happen. It's just a matter of timing and having it built. That's what we need. We're super early. People look at this as a year old and they go, well, you know, what's happening? Well, you're super early. You're in here before everything's built. It's benefiting you. You know, it, it's not like you're just holding a value and it's constant. Your value is constantly increasing. Okay. And the circulating supply is constantly going down. It's all about supply and demand. Well, the only way you're going to get that supply down is with a consistent, you know, heavy burn based on volume. That's what this all is. Not everybody gets this. I don't know why, but that's really all it's about. Uh, let's do this. Let's go to Crypto G. Go ahead, Crypto G. Good evening, guys. Uh, you guys all said your age. I'm 50. I think I've said that before. 
Uh, I've been in it for quite a while. I've been, you know, I, Chris, I think you, me, I don't know about Patron and, 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 um, um, uh, damn son, how long you guys have been in crypto, but I've been watching Bitcoin. I said this before it was below a thousand, but I, when I remember actually it was below a hundred. And I, I think if I remember correctly, when I was watching it a long, long time ago, it was in the, it was really small. It was like under $5. And I just never thought it was going to go anywhere. You know what I mean? It's like, because, you, you know, when you're, I think when you're younger and you look at things, sometimes you look at, you don't look at them objectively. And I think that that's important to do now these days with the, uh, you know, the uh, technology that's, you know, being built out there, you know, and the ecosystems that are being created. Um, I, but I just wanted to say something, you know, Elon Musk, you said this earlier, he did a bunch of things to keep his company rolling. He's he's downsized. If anything, uh, if you've followed him for a while, he's downsized. He's downsized all his houses. I think he's got one or two ma uh, houses that he owns now. He owns the one little um, small uh, uh, place at um, um, his um, what is it the uh, the space his spaceship. I, I don't know the company's name off the top of my head. But SpaceX. That's it. SpaceX. He has a small little place that he lives in. I mean, you know, he does things like he did when he was probably younger because he knows when you have more, it just causes more issues. You know, the more you have doesn't mean you're better. Trust me, I, I've learned that one. Um, and I, what I've learned in my life is, you know, guys like like these guys are saying, it's it's all about, you know, um, I think it's really about patience. We all know that it's all about patience. Um, the question is, you know, if you're trying to get into something and do, you know, like, a, you know, 50 X, you know, this is definitely not the project right now, you know, but to, to buy and hold and to wait for two or three years, you may see a hundred X, but that's just all speculation. We don't know. We don't know where this is going, but we know that the volume and what they're creating in the ecosystem and the exchange and the blockchain and all that stuff, it's going to create you know, a lot more volume in, in the, in the uh, long term, And, um, uh, I just wanted to bring up one, one other point. I'm not trying to show anything or say anything about Bitcoin or anything because I'm not a big Bitcoin holder. I do have some, but I, I, I really don't use it like the way other people use it for. Um, I, I do believe that, you know, uh, when you start seeing bumps in, in other cryptocurrencies, like we saw today with, you know, another one, uh, that you guys are all aware of that's, you know, dealing with an SEC stuff, uh, that bump tells you what's going on. When you see that bump and, you know, you have to sometimes watch other markets. It's not just, I mean, other um, other uh, cryptocurrencies and what, what they're doing. Watch those very closely. You know, Bitcoin, um, Ethereum, not not Ethereum so much right now because it's a, a you know, it's it's its utility is, is based on other other, you know, a different you know, uh, ecosystem in my opinion. Uh, but XRP is something to watch out for. Watch that one. That'll give you a clue where, um, where safe moon could go. And I have a feeling it's going to be very competitive with that, uh, safe moon down the road. My opinion, I, you know, I'm not trying to give any, any information out, but I wanted to just touch on that and, and, uh, give you that information, but thank you for having me up, Chris. I appreciate it. Of course, man. Of course. Let's go to, uh, echelon. Go ahead. Echelon. What's going on, Safe Moon Army? It's been a while since I've been up. Hey, uh, Safe Moon After Dark, a hey, Patron, damn son, I think this is the first time I spoke to you, man. Hey, but definitely, definitely appreciate you guys for holding this space. 
But uh, as you know, I'm bullish on this project. And sometimes, you know, when I see some of the things that go on in my timeline, I'm just like, man, uh, I hate that a lot of people are not treating this as a like a, a one year business. It's a one year business. Like everybody's pretty much like, why haven't I gotten this? Why haven't I got this Birth, birthday month? I need this. I need that. You're invested. We're angel investors. Put your money in. We're here for the long run. And the thing is, it's like, I know how I feel about this company. It's like, I put my money in and I'm like, my expectations, like I've managed my expectations. It's like, we're in a year. So the thing is, like, you have to look at it as they're not twiddling their thumbs. They're showing us exactly what they're doing every single day. They're putting out posts. They're letting us know exactly what they're doing. So the thing is, I don't I don't get what what everyone is expecting. I, I, I get everybody so excited, but this is not a pump and dump. We're going to put this thing in and we're going to wait till whatever happens. You know what I mean? Um, and I'm not I'm not down on anybody. You know what I'm saying? But uh, but. I think a lot of people have that, you know, what I've heard before, counterfeit passion. It's like you have it when everything is feeling good, but that when everything is down, you don't have it. But that's that's a part of the process. You you can't just be around when things are good. Things are going to go bad. Like the thing you have to be around for all of it, you know, and people are going to invest in other coins and everything. And that's that's cool. I invest in other coins. But when it comes to safe mode, it's like we're just in the beginning. You have to really be around for the process. And I know it's a, it's hard for a lot of people because like like my man said, a lot of people are looking at a wallet every day and they're like, I'm ready to become a millionaire right now. It, it may not happen right now. I mean, being 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 real, it may not happen right now. But the thing is, you see what the team is doing. You see what the team is about. You know, look at look at the character of the team. You know, a lot of people say, oh, yeah, I don't invest in people. You got to invest in some people. I'm, I'm telling you, because if you don't got the right people on the team, it's not it's not going to go right. I'm telling you. Um, so I'm I'm here investing in this team. I see what they're all about. Um, I see where they're going. So my thing is, I'm here to the moon. You know what I mean? I'm 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 here to the moon. I'm here behind it. Um, so again, I appreciate y'all for holding this space. Um, well, I'll see you at the moment. St stack them. And let me say this too, man, like not everybody's going to be able to understand like how long things take. So that's part of the reason we have the program, right? Because some people are new to crypto. Some people in here, their first project safe, man, you know, and Jonas had a good tweet today. He's a member of the safe moon team. He said, look, Amazon was down 90% at one point, you know, and uh, they weren't holding, you know, AMAs every couple of weeks. Uh, and that's the reality is, is, is that's true. You can go look at that chart. Uh, you've had many that are in the beginning, right? And look what they've become. So everything that they're designing and doing is going to be very special. It just takes time and it takes patience. And you got to have the mentality that you're going to allow them to build it the right way.
if you're not able to do that, then this isn't the project for you. Let's go to links. Go ahead, links. Yo, what's cracking, chat? What's cracking? Everybody in here is a genius, but sniper. I just want to say, you know, for the gentleman saying that, you know, you got to look at XRP. I think that's a bad idea just for the simple fact that when you got countries like Australia going digital, throwing out their ATMs, there's no point to look at XRP because XRP is for uh, physical currency from like the UK pound to like the dollar. Let's just keep it so, on safe, okay? Yeah, 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 exactly, exactly. That's what I'm saying. Let's just keep it on safe, man, because so I'm going to go back to this mountain, wait for the flood. You want to talk about what you see coming safe, man? Man, look, man, I see nothing but greatness, okay? You got... You got, you know, the, I love Sandlot forever. You know what I mean? The, the unk coming into the fam, making the project even better. It's amazing. Uh, shout out to, uh, young 26 year old getting shout outs to, from a state that is all about crypto. You know, shout out to the young coronies doing their thing. Shout out to the younger corony going back to school, coming back on Super Saiyan 20 million. You know, shout out to everything that's going on right now. There's nothing but positivity going on right now. And if you guys are, you know, uh, trying to uh, promote SafeMoon, you know, everybody should be telling their loved ones, you know, put $20 in, you know, the the less, the better. You know what I mean? It's not about how much you could put in. It's all about, you know, the, the, the little, the little steps to get up to that, to get up to that mountain. You know what I mean? It's all about the small steps, baby. All about the small steps. Flood Sniper. When you when you reference the uncle, I believe you're talking about David Smith, who's now working with Vera Jolly Group, right? Facts, facts. Uh, Dark Moon Tim came in and said, uh, he was the uh the person who made the scenes, uh, helped helped get the scenes for a uh, Sandlot, and that's that's a big, 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 big thing as well to have those type of connections just for the connections alone with Hollywood and all that stuff. You know what I mean? We already got Lindsay Lohan and this bad boy. So shout out to Lindsay, you know, shout out to Lindsay, but uh, yeah, man, we already got Lindsay Lohan in here. So to, to get more, you know, Hollywood in here, get more stamps from people who actually have, you know, uh, uh, history in this, in this world and have made an impact on, you know, people like me in my life. On, Cause I know if anybody has seen Sandlot, you know, they, they got their own, you know, way of looking at life from that movie. So yeah, man, I like it all. It's all good. For people that don't know, David Smith is now a VP at Vera Jolly. Vera Jolly, I believe it's one of the parents company of the, one of the cronies. It's either Brad or, or Jennifer's company. I'm trying to remember which one off the top of my head. I'm sure somebody will let us know. But Vera Jolly is a company that has been in the Gambia for a long time. And that, of course, ties in to what Safemoon's doing in the Gambia. Uh, Crypto G, go ahead. Um, yeah, I just wanted to mention one more thing. I forgot to bring this up. Um, I, I don't watch a lot of TV, but I, I was watching a news report about a, a gentleman who was on Shark Tank. Yeah, I guess he's one of the uh, the guys on that stupid show. I, I'm not a big fan of it. I, I, I've seen it. It's okay. But, um, and I don't mean to call it stupid. I just, it's just something I'm not into. So anyways, um, originally he was totally against cryptocurrency, totally against it guys. Um, and, um, he's got, he's his now he's basically got 20% 
in cryptocurrencies because he's seen the potential and the growth. Talking so, about Kevin O'Leary. Correct. Yes. Yeah, that's him. He's actually a very, you know, smart guy. And I, I've, I've been following him and what he's, I, I, I don't listen to mainstream media and, you know, the Warren Buffett's because a lot of them, they just vilify it. And then they, but, you know, it's what they're doing behind closed doors that they're not telling you about. Um, and when they do get in, you know, they, they get in at some point. The question is, when do they get in? Uh, is it when they're saying it's bad or probably that's my guess um, uh, or they're getting in that right thereafter, you know, getting information from other people and other sources. So, I, you know, I just, you know, again, you know, I don't I don't mean to bring up other projects, but. I just know certain projects are going to do very well. And I have a feeling SafeMoon is going to be that one of those, the bigger projects are going to do very well. Uh, that's why I brought up the other uh, project, because they have a very big potential to doing something very big, you know, uh, in the SWIFT banking system uh, 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 or other avenues. They have, you know, again, different companies have different, uh, what do you got, partnerships with different uh, cryptocurrencies or, or uh, different projects. So I think those are important to have. So I just wanted to bring that up. Thank you. I think your phone's cutting out too. We were kind of losing you at, there at the end. Let's go to Mr. Nunez. Go ahead, Mr. Nunez. Hey, what's going on, Safe One Army? Thank you for having me up here, Chris. Uh, I really appreciate it. Um, sorry, I just jumped in. I was just, uh, chilling with the family for a little bit, watching a movie, checking out that new movie. Uh, what is it? The uh, the Prodigy. Sorry, guys. The Prodigy on Amazon was actually pretty good. But, um, yeah, just keeping up, uh, staying positive. Sorry, missed out. But um, everything is looking really good, especially with, uh, you know, the cross-chain coming. I'm really looking forward to Swap and Evolve. Um, I've seen uh, Dark Moon Tim's uh, updated video. I think it's really good for, uh, you know, Safe Moon uh, for beginners as well, you know, to know what's coming. Um, if anyone checked out that new updated YouTube video of Dark Moon Tim, I'd highly, uh, highly recommend it. Um, but yeah, um, uh, I'm, I'm on now and I'm listening in guys, but, uh, just, uh, staying strong. I see everything right now. It's a good, it's a, the price is looking really good. So still continue buying in. Uh, but, uh, we'll see how this goes. I'm uh, looking forward to, uh, the new, the next, uh, surprise is coming. Yeah. So let's talk about, you know, obviously we talk about the card. We talk about the exchange. We talk about connect. We've talked about the cross chain swaps, which is going to be a big deal. We've talked about global tokenomics. We're looking at mid-April on that, right? Looks like we have an exchange listing that's going to come sometime soon, too. We saw a moderator touch on that. I believe it was yesterday, right? So you have all these things coming, but you also have work in the Gambia coming, too, in my opinion, because they're, they're going to build that out, right? Like, you got to have the renewable energy in the Gambia with these wind turbines. So that's coming, too. I think that's something we haven't touched on nearly enough. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Looking forward to uh, Gambia, you know, with Gambia, with the uh, wind turbines, uh, with the nanotechnology built in with burn, uh, burning safe moon uh, tokens as well. Uh, and I'm really actually looking forward to this, you know, actually the swap and evolve. I, that's another real big thing that I'm looking forward to, man. Actually, Darkmoon Tim brought it right back up again, got me hyped up, uh, you know, the whole burning mechanism. So, as uh, John Caroni said, you know, that's looking for uh, looking to be launched this month. And uh, Mandela, you know, Mandela already resolved the issue, too. So that's coming next month. I believe they said uh, in April, sometime mid-April, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. Uh, 
with that and, and with Gambia, I'm thinking we're going to see something with that in like quarter three, quarter four. But I think you're going to see, we're going to see, I think they're very tight lipped about it and they're not saying anything. But based on some of the things I've heard, I think they're starting to develop things in the Gambia. I'll just say that if anybody wants to touch on that, feel free. But I think that 2022 is going to be, the Gambia is going to be involved in 2022. Just my firm belief based on some things I've heard behind the scenes. So uh, we'll see how it all plays out. Renewable energy is going to be a big deal. And Web3 is going to be a big deal. And if if people don't realize it, look what's going on in the world right now, right? Uh, you get a government that wants to shut down Web2 in their country, they can do that. Or in another country, right? They can shut it down uh, with military conflict or just because they want it. Web3 doesn't allow that. I think Web3 is going to be a really big deal. Uh, it's really going to play in with SafeMoon. And I think it's it's definitely, definitely the future. So uh, there's there's a lot going on there. Damn, your thoughts. I can hear all the audience, um, but you're breaking up again. I don't know if Patron is hearing the same thing, but I can follow along. Um, my thoughts are, I, I believe the same uh, as you do with uh, Web3. I think uh, necessity is the mother of invention. Um, we have a lot of situations going on in the world right now with energy. Um, I see that also uh, coming into play. Um, you know, I have a little bit longer timeline that I'm, I'm looking at as far as, uh, I guess my, my expectations. Um, I think we're going to see a lot this year. Um, you know, I'm, I'm looking at this three years out, uh, being a, a big deal. I, I think, uh, you know, we're going to see a lot of movement this year. But again, my time horizon is three to five. So um, I think that's a healthy way to look at it. Um, that's where I am. Yeah, so the way I look at this is I think a lot of what we've been trying to build is going to happen in 2022, right? And that's going to lead to a massive volume difference from you know where we're at now. And then it's going to lead into 2023. So I look at when everything's built, in my opinion, most of it's going to be built by like quarter three, quarter four. Uh, obviously, I think we'll have the card and exchange first and that we're looking at quarter two. But as this is built in 2022, you're going to start to see that massive volume. And then into 2023, I think things are going to really start to turn. But the, the key is having all these, you know, really solid projects. Uh, as part of the safe moon galaxy right because when you get solid projects on that safe moon swap that's going to lead to the activity and that's going to lead to the volume go ahead Dan. and i i need to clarify um that three to five year time frame um i think everything we know about is going to happen in the next year year and a half tops i think we only know about 85% of what they have planned. Um, just out of a uh, pure competition aspect, it doesn't make sense to divulge those sorts of things. So I look at the exchange, 
I looked at the Gambia. I looked at all of these things coming together in the next, you know, 12 to 18 months. Um, and then the next three to five years will be things that we don't even know about at this time. Uh, I'll get you up, Eagle. I promise. I was just muting your mic for a second. Uh, Patron, your thoughts. Patron, you there? All right, we might have a technical issue there. Let's go to Safe Moon Eagle. Go ahead, Eagle. Safe Moon Eagle, you're up. Go ahead, Eagle. Chris, I couldn't agree more. I think it's um, um, sim simple foundation we build. You know, without without a foundation, what do we have? You know? And I think with you okay there, my friend. <laughs> Sorry, boss. I'm running around with the dogs. Oh, we're good. Yeah, with with without without building a foundation, you truly don't have anything, and that's that's truly what we're building—a simple foundation. To evolve what you're good, man. Go Forgive me, man. I've, I, you know, I've literally you caught me off guard. But to be honest with you, man, I love, love Safe Moon, love, love you guys, love the space. But what I'm, what I'm trying to explain is. Love the love the foundation. Love everything else. Love the game, and love what you guys are doing. Hey, listen, the positivity is the most important thing that we're all doing. Um, let the guys work. Let the guys, like we all do in our careers. It's hard to fight and evolve and change industries. And then you got people trying to affect us in all avenues by FUD and anyways, I'm, 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 I'm not directing this in the wrong way. Love you guys. You're good, man. I know what you're saying, man. For sure. I'm trying. Yeah, I'm trying to spit it, but I'm hurting. Much love, guys. Love you guys. I understand, man. And you're right. We got to stay positive as a community, and they got to build the foundation. And they're doing it the right way. And there's projects in the past that have done it the wrong way for speed, right? But Safe Moon's doing it the right way, and it's just all about having the faith and belief in the team. Let's go to uh, Crift. Go ahead, Crift. Hey, yeah, yeah. Uh, good evening. So, you know, perfect time. You know, I just heard Eagles talking about a good foundation, and uh, 
I just had a, a member of our community bring up uh, the new VP of operations and how, you know, I mean, it's a little suspicious, I think, that uh, John's brother just happened to, you know, quit during uh, all this. I think he's he's still in there somewhere, but who knows? And and uh, but the new VP of operations, uh, Joshua is uh, on the executive board of the Utah Blockchain Coalition. And so I'm just wondering if any of you have speculated on that. And, I, you know, and I wonder if it has anything to do with, uh, I don't know, the blockchain could be, could be the good foundation Eagle is talking about. Yeah, so he got hired months back. Uh, he's a Marine. Form, you're never a former Marine, right? You're always a Marine. But he's got that military experience, and he has a background in logistics. Uh, I looked at his LinkedIn when he was hired months back. He worked with, uh, I believe it was Hormel Foods at one point. Uh, he's got the logistics background. And I remember John having a message in Discord about it. He said he was a beast in logistics. And he said that was one of the hardest things to find. Uh, and I believe they've worked together in the past is what I've heard. So it's not somebody that's new to John. He knows his work. Uh, he's going to be very important for the team. I don't look at it as suspicious. I look at it as the, the evolution of SafeMoon. Uh, Charles came in and he did a lot of work. And if you remember, he was an executive assistant to John when he came in. So he was there at the very beginning. Uh, and then he evolved into a role where he was working uh, with uh, meeting with business partnerships. Uh, he was in Miami when they met with Mandala. That was that was Charles Caroni. Uh, and John had a post about you know his contribution and what he's meant to SafeMoon. I think they evolved as a company. I think this was a startup. It's still a startup, but they had you know something that was brand new in the beginning. John came in. He had Charles that he brought with him, and then I think it evolved into you know we're we're something bigger now, right? So Charles is looking at things and going, okay, I have this great business experience with SafeMoon that I can carry, but if I want to go further in life, I need to have that education to go with it, right, to be an executive. And he's young. He, I think he's like 21, 22. Uh, so most people at that age are, are, are getting their education. If he doesn't do it now, when's he going to do it? You know, I mean, that's just the reality of it. Uh, after finishing undergraduate work, I took about three years to work. And at 25, I said, okay, if I don't go to law school now, when am I going to go? So I decided to do it after a year in business. And, you know, I was going to be promoted into management. But I said, at 25, I can do this. I'll never get this opportunity again. So I understand where he's at. And I understand what he's doing. I, I don't look at it as suspicious. I just think that he's so young. Now, if he had been a little bit older and he was going back to school, yeah, maybe I'd see that. But I think it's just a matter of him being in a place and in time where he's going to take advantage of that opportunity because he won't have it again. And I think the company's evolved to a point that they have somebody that they want a little more experienced in that role too. I just think it worked out both ways like that. I think he looked at school as the way to go and they looked at it as, okay, well, this gives us an opportunity to have somebody with some more experience in the role, which is going to help you know, overall. So I think it's a, a win for both of them, but yeah, it's an important point. Josh is going to be a key figure going forward. And I look at it now, it's not just 
John and Ryan. Now it's John, Ryan, and Josh, right? As your executives. And then you got, you know, obviously your your sales, your director of sales, you got Hayden, and then you got Jonas as well. Those are the guys involved with the uh, swap partners coming on, right? And they're involved with the work with exchanges. Uh, so those guys are important too. Those five right now are, are, are vitally important. Uh, you got other people that are working on this that we don't, we don't even know the identities yet. It's people working on the blockchain, uh, people doing some work behind the scenes. So uh, companies evolve. Uh, let's go to Wesley. Go ahead, Wesley. Hey, how's it going, my peoples? How are you guys doing tonight? We're good. How about you? Uh, good. I uh, just want to say before I say anything, wow, like the Futter's been going hard on us this week. Not sure if you guys realize, but it's crazy. It's like when the market is down, they all want to come out and say their little things. But you know us, we're ain't nobody can knock us down. Um. Anyways, uh, just wanted to say... Safe Moon, I think Safe Moon definitely has a very good approach. I mean, they're right now we're we're kind of like in the building phase where they're just building out tech, um, getting getting everything organized, and I just want to say I can't wait to, until they start uh, releasing uh, merchandises because I definitely want to be able to buy Safe Moon content, and as we the community buy Safe Moon content and. Uh, and the public as well, that also increases revenue for SafeMoon and also increases the ecosystem and everything overall. So I just wanted to say that, and uh, that's pretty much it. Yeah, yeah I mean, we're going to have a lot come, you know, and I, I'm interested to see what John has to say on Saturday, too. I think that's going to be really interesting, right, uh, with Daily Grid. And uh, John's really good in that form. He was really good uh, with that interview uh, that we had with Dan. I thought that was one of the best times I've seen John in terms of speaking about SafeMoon. I thought it was phenomenal. That was one of the best interviews we've seen with him. So I, I, I'm looking to something similar uh, tomorrow on that. I think that's going to be really, really uh, good for all of us. And uh, I like that they're not just doing it in Utah. They're venturing out beyond Utah into Austin, Texas, right? That's a cool thing. So I'm just reminding everybody because I know a lot goes on during the week and we tend to lose sight of things. But I think that's going to be an important thing tomorrow. Uh, we're all interested in hearing what John has to say. And he's evolved, too. I think he's getting better. The company's evolving. John's evolving. Uh, and I think that's when you're starting to see you know, things take off, right? Uh, Cross-chain swaps, uh, global tokenomics, uh, then building our own exchange. So let's go to Bella wants to come up. I'll get Bella up. Bella, go ahead. You're up. Hey, Bella. Welcome to the program. All right, Bella going once, Bella going twice. All right, let's move to the next speaker. Uh, let's go to Dan. Dan, your thoughts on everything? I think uh, Josh is exactly who we need. Um, his experience, where we're at in the project, 
I believe it was about two weeks ago, Chris, you, we were talking and you had said that with the timelines that we were looking at, you expected John to start adding some pretty powerful people um, as far as on the development team. And, uh, you know, here we are two weeks later, and uh, I think this guy is exactly what we need. Yeah, I talked to somebody three days ago, and they said they believe Safeman is going to start getting real busy very soon. So, to me, that's not just cross-chain swaps and swap partners and building out this exchange in the card. To me, I'm thinking Mesh Network. I'm thinking Renewable Energy. I'm thinking Gambia, right? Like something much larger. Uh, and they need all hands on deck for that. So I think that's what we're looking at now. I think that we're evolving into something new. Obviously, they got to do the development work on the exchange. That's like one of the biggest things that you'll see. But I think, I think, in my opinion, they have to get this mesh network and everything built in the Gambia before they release the blockchain is what it's looking like to me. Just based on discussions I've had behind the scenes and discussions we've had with Don, uh, Don Bailey on this program, you got to have one built before the other. And I think you got to have the mesh network before you activate the blockchain. Uh, let's go to David. Go ahead, David. Hi, I just wanted to chime in because we're talking about uh, Charles and uh, I want to offer a different perspective on what actually happened with him. So if you look at the timeline with when Charles became a fixture in Safeman, it was in a pretty... Uh, pretty hard time with uh, Hank, Thomas, and uh, Jack. And, you know, if, if we didn't have that second set of eyes in there for John to look at exactly what was going on, who, who knows what would have happened? I mean, like, he was a, he, he could have been supporting John farther, further than we could ever imagine. Like, we, we don't know what capacity Charles was for this company. Yes, he was young and experienced and stuff, but he was also in there as a second set of lives when things were, when shit was hitting the fan. So my hat's off to Charles. I don't know what he did, what he contributed and stuff, but here we are right now, still standing, still talking about Safe Moon. And, and, and I believe that Charles had something to do with that. That's all. It's a good point, man. And I talked to a guy three days ago because we were talking about Charles leaving. And I said, man, I said, just look at everything John's been through. You know, that, that was kind of like my comment. And the person said to me, they said, he is not human. <laughs> and I said, yeah, I mean, he, he's like, the guy just keeps going, man. Like a lot of people wouldn't be able to handle it. And that's true because John Caroni, I mean, has been through a ton with this company and he's just kept going. So and and not being able to respond to things, that's a tough thing. Like. You know, I know I wouldn't be able to do that. I have to respond to some of this crap. Uh, and I'm not even dealing with it close to the scale he is. But there's certain days you see things and you're just like, you know what? I'm going to shut that shit down, like right now. And uh, John, he, he, he can't do that as the CEO of the company, right? Like he has to stay out of all the... He, he's had Discord messages where he's, you know, put out a statement. Uh, but he, he can't like really go at somebody. The, the time I can think about when he released a statement was, it was actually having to do with this program, right? We had, uh, Thomas Smith on here. Thomas Smith had, had claimed that John's phone had been hacked twice. 
And then John had a statement the next day. He said, I'm not going to respond to stuff in a Twitter space, but I'll just say this for anybody that thinks that my phone was ever hacked and it never happened. Right. So that's the only time I can really remember John like really responding. Uh, he responded professionally, but he wasn't, he, he couldn't go on the attack. Right. Uh, he couldn't attack back on something and say, Hey, you know, somebody putting out a false statement, you know, or, or anything like that. Like he had to carefully word it, but he, he was clear to, to say, Hey, like this never happened. So, uh, that's a, that's a tough job. Yeah. That's a tough job to turn the other cheek and not be able to respond to things all the time. I'm sure privately he has his feelings, but not being able to say something publicly when people say things that takes a lot of strength and resolve. Uh, that's something that not many of us can do. Uh, damn your thoughts on that. Having a hard time hearing the, uh, the feed, but yeah, um, my opinion of John, um, has increased exponentially, um, since we started, I've, I've watched him grow, um, as a leader. Um, I watched him when the, uh, when the wallet, we had the issue with the wallet. I watched him step up, um, and, uh, handle things. Then, um, I watched him replace non-performers and, uh, bad actors. And he stepped up to the plate. Then, um, I've watched him deliver on every single thing he said he would, um, I say that a lot, but you know, he's batting a thousand. He's delivered on everything he said he would. And sometimes it took him a little longer to do it, but he did do it. So my confidence in him and his decisions and in who he brings to the team, I don't even have to know them at this point, know about them, um, know their background, their resume. Um, I trust him enough. I trust what he's done to this point enough to know that if he brings someone to the plate, they're going to be a big hitter. And uh, so I have 100% confidence in John Crony. Yeah. And, you know, one thing that was cool was on that Dan Millionaire uh, podcast where he had an interview. He touched on how things were when they didn't have the wallet launch go right and how hard that was, right? Like, he owned that. And, and he talked about how that was something he had to handle as the CEO. He wasn't just like, everything's gone smooth. He was like, no, you know, we had this wallet launch not go right. We had to restructure the company. And, you know, he talked about that being the toughest time at Safeman. And I can, I can understand that because that was a really hard time for all of us. But to be the CEO of the company, having to handle that, having to get the team restructured, having to get Ryan on board, uh, having Ryan, you know, handle all the FUD that was coming, uh, you know, and get this wallet launched, uh, not just on Android, but Apple was the key issue, right? You remember how long it took on Apple and Ryan had the updates and they still weren't releasing it, right? So that was that was a tough time. It, he, he made the right hire in Ryan. We all know that now. But at the time, you're having to make that hire and bring somebody on board as your chief technology officer after you had a, a failure of the wallet launch. That's a very th hard thing to handle. That's a pivotal hire. And if he didn't get that hire right, you know, maybe we're not where we are right now. So uh, everybody tends to overlook that. Crypto G, go ahead. Um, actually, yeah, touching on that base. Uh, 
I've seen a lot of um, companies reorganize um, members of their, you know, um, executive level uh, team in the past, whether it be Apple or whoever. Um, and, you know, all I got to say is it doesn't matter who they bring to the team. As long as the, the, the members themselves can produce, they can be a pivotal uh, part, you know, play a pivotal part in their role, whatever that role may be. And they can deliver, you know, um, whether it be a sale or, or you know, a new product that they're going to create in the future. Um, and damn some, I wanted to mention something. Earlier you said you, you think that we see about, I, maybe I'm getting my words wrong, but, you know, uh, correct me if I am wrong. You said something about we, you may, you think that you see uh, SafeMoon um, uh, showing us about 80%. I actually think it's like about 30%. And, and, and I don't know if, if that's what you're, you're relaying earlier, but I wanted to mention that because I think what you're going to see is you're going to see what they want you to see right now. They want you to think that, you know, you're, you're seeing 80% when they, they're only really giving you the lower end, but they have future plans for, for products, services, you know, other things in the future on their, um, you know, like their own internal white paper, let's just put it that way, you know, like their ideas and where they're going to go and their goals and their, their objectives as they meet, um, um, different, um, you know, their timeline to finish up projects and get things done like the exchange when, like when the exchange and blockchain come out, you know, then they're going to be working on their next phases and their next phases of, of whatever product or service or, or, you know, their widget, I should say. Um, so I wanted to bring that up because in Apple, I didn't even know what Apple was when I was a kid. I was like, what's Apple? You know, it's a computer. And I was like, Oh great. I have an IBM, you know, uh, you know, or a Commodore at the time. That was a long, long time ago, guys. <laughs> you probably don't even remember some of those. Um, but a, a lot of just understand that I just think that you're only going to see about 30 to maybe 40 percent of what is really out there. And then they have big plans for growth, you know, like you said, in the um, the wind, uh, the wind farming uh, for for um, 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 uh, solar and all that stuff. And, and that's great. But that needs to be done on a very large scale to really produce you know, large returns in terms of like, you know, if, if let's just say they, they created a residential, um, you know, uh, wind turbine, I'd buy one, you know, the question is how much are they going to cost? Um, and would it, would it actually do anything? Again, it's, it's not about what, what it will produce. It's what it will do when you put it up and then will it produce you, you know, um, um, you know, a more eco-friendly, um, you know, mining system for your, for your house. Well, they have some kind of other, you know, dynamic behind it. You know, th that's, those are questions we don't know yet, but just understand, I just want you to believe that I think they have bigger plans, you know, like you said, in that five year period, maybe even six, seven, eight, ten 10 years down the road right now. And that's what they're working on. I think that's what they're really trying to get to. They probably are, have already done the, you know, finish the uh, exchange in the blockchain. It's just, you know, they're probably beta testing everything to make sure it's, it's proper. It's, it's secure. It's safe for everybody to get on that, you know, nothing happens, you know, and again, we've talked about that before. So I just wanted to bring that up, but I, I really truly believe we only see a, a small percentage of what they actually uh, are telling, you know, us. And then, then they have bigger plans down the road. So just, just two, my two cents. 
Yes, I, I 100% we're, we're in agreement, Crypto G. I, I believe that um, we know of about 20% of what they have that they're working on. Um, it was 80% that I believe we do not know about. Gotcha. I had a feeling that's what it was. I was trying to figure that out earlier because you said 80. And I was like, maybe I missed something. So I appreciate it. But I just wanted to bring that up. Thank you. Uh, as far as the blockchain, I think that's further out. I think it's all based on the network. They, they got to have the network upgrade that Ryan's talked about. Uh, they also have to have the exchange uh, built out. And then I think they got to have the renewable, you know, that, that mesh network, the macro IoT built out uh, to have the blockchain, you know, play a role in that. So I just think the blockchain's further out. I just wanted to say that. Uh, but uh, one other thing, too, I wanted to correct that came on Monday's show. We were talking about reflections. So reflections, $73 a day per million that you hold of SafeMoon per $1 billion in daily volume. Okay. So I wanted to correct that as well because that was a little uh, confusing. But uh, with, with staking uh, while earning reflections, I think that, that could be even greater. Uh, so that's why I'm so excited about staking. I think with the wallets that we're building right now, staking is going to be a key component of this. Uh, I think it's going to be a lot bigger than people realize right now. Uh, staking is going to set this apart from other investments because there's not often, I can't think of a time where you've been able to earn reflections while staking a token, right? Uh, and then, you know, when, once it becomes a coin, uh, staking a coin, right? That's a big deal. So I just wanted to bring that up with everybody as well. Uh, let's go to, let's see, we need to get some new speakers up here. Uh, so if you want to come up, please come up. Uh, we're going to get everybody up here. Uh, I'm going to move some people down. Uh, interested in hearing your thoughts, what we could be hearing tomorrow. Uh, we can talk Gambia, we can talk exchange, we can talk our swap partners. Uh, projects on the swap that you're interested in. I got some messages today. Some people were very interested in what Reflex was doing. Uh, some other people were interested in some other projects as well. Uh, so if there's anything that catches your eye, we can talk about more than just SafeMoon. We can talk about anything in the SafeMoon ecosystem as well. Looks like we got Smoke coming up. Smoke, how are you? Hey, Smoke, go ahead. Hey, what's up, man? Finally made it on here. How you guys doing? Good. He's usually up early in the morning, so he can't always get on here at night. It's good to see you, man. How you feeling about everything? Man, I'm I'm excited, guys. I'm super pumped for everything that's going on. Um, I'm excited for this year. I'm not looking toward the short term, this next couple months. Whatever's going to happen is going to happen. I'm excited for this year and uh, as a whole because I know this year, uh, majority of all these things we're talking about, you know, uh, blockchain, exchange, um, listings on major exchanges, if we're, you know, if that's a possibility. I believe uh, all of that stuff is going to take place sometime this year. And uh, I'm ex that's what I'm super pumped. I'm, I'm just pumped for this entire year, man. That's, that's, that's all I'm pumped about. Um, yeah, long term. Long term. I'm looking at the long term, man. Yeah, and we've had the ability to add to our bags that we didn't think we'd ever have. 
like no one would have thought we'd be where we're at right now. And I don't think it's safe. And I think it's the crypto market as a whole, which we've touched on, but it's given us the opportunity to add more, right? That's the way I look at it. But so I, I'm excited like you as well. Let's go to uh crypto's maze. Go ahead. Crypto's maze. Crypto's maze. Are you there? All right. Uh, if you guys come up to speak, we'll give you a minute to come up. But if you don't come up, we're going to go to the next speaker. Can you hear me? Uh, so, yeah, yeah sorry about that. Guys. Um, yeah, no, I just wanted to say like a lot of people, you know, there's a lot of expectation on building out the blockchain first and then, you know, the ecosystem coming secondly. But uh, I, I think it's a genius move and they've looked at where other projects have failed. I mean, there are a lot of good uh, blockchains out there. But they don't have anything there. You know, there's no point in having a blockchain if you haven't built a community, if you haven't built an ecosystem, if you haven't built the exchange. But to come out and try and do the blockchain first, um, it, it really makes no sense, and especially you don't know what the, that ecosystem is going to exactly look like. So, you know, where a lot of people in the community are sort of jumping up and down when blockchain I I think, you know, th this is genius the way they're doing it. And I, I, that's all I wanted to say, just that the the method and how they're building it out in the order is 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 great. Stack them. Great, great point, man. Like, you know, like, <laughs> you could build a blockchain, but you, if you don't have everything built with it, what's the point? It's not going to it's not going to do anything. Right. <laughs> I think a lot of people miss that point, and I think it's very important that you brought that up. Uh, you know, look, they're, they're building it, and they're taking longer to build it because they're doing it the right way. So that's where the patience comes in, right? And a lot of projects aren't doing that. And in fact, let's say there's many projects that aren't doing that. So they have a way that they want to do this. Their method is what works. Uh, it's just about having faith and giving the team the time to do it. Because even though it seems like a long time to us, they're building substantial, you know, catalysts in a short amount of time, really is what's going on. So, uh, anyway, let's do this. Uh, let's go to Dam. Your thoughts on that? Yeah, these these things take time, you know. Um, I have several locations for my company, the corporation I work for that I'm responsible for. Um, I have one that I'm in the process of opening. Now, this is a location. Um, we already have the tech that that location operates off of, um, and it's a low-tech environment. Um, you know, we have the personnel. We're working on some of the licensing to be able to, Looks like you cut out there. It's taken a year. You still was this buddy? Okay, you're back. Go ahead. Uh, he's cut out. He's in the blockchain. Okay. Can you hear me now? Uh, yeah, go ahead.
man, it keeps cutting in and out. I don't know if it's the Twitter or if it's the reception, but we'll definitely move forward. Uh, let's get some more speakers up here. I uh, want to hear what everybody has to say. Uh, Smoke, what do you think about uh, the catalyst coming? Which do you think is going to be first in quarter two? You think an exchange? You think on the card? I mean, what are you looking at? I'm uh, I'm thinking the card. I think the card's coming first. Um, if I'm not mistaken, they said that it's coming uh, end of quarter two. Um, after whatever the twenty third, after this cross chain swapping, um, and if there's anything else after that uh, for this uh, birthday month, I believe it's going to be the card. Uh, yeah, I have a strong feeling it's going to be the card, man. I hope it is. That'll be freaking awesome. But whatever the hell it is, man, I'm just ready for whatever. <laughs> I bought the damn dip. I'm ready to go, man. Yeah, we've been buying the hell out of the dips, right? Uh, I accumulated a bunch. I believe it was yesterday. Uh, and got up to a nice round number. It felt good. Uh, let's do this. Let's go to Safe Man El Salvador, Luis. Luis, how are you? Hey, Luis, you're up. Go ahead, man. Okay, thank you. Um, yeah, the question you asked, Shmok, regarding the what comes first, the card of exchange, I would, uh, I would say that's probably the exchange, because it's really hard to link the card to to the token if we don't really have the means to um, to provide some liquidity to it, because it it's, it's going to be a debit card. It's not going to be a credit card, obviously. So you have to use your crypto. So I would probably go with the uh, exchange before the card. Um, and uh, about the um, conversation you guys were having regarding the, um, you know, how uh, Simon is building their ecosystem. And uh, you talk about some blockchains that basically, hey, you know, they have one utility and that's it. I think that that's what's going to make the difference. And I keep on speaking about it, um, you know, Simon in Espanol, which is... Um, the, the difference between uh, SafeMoon as a blockchain device, uh, Ethereum, you know, Cardano, you name it, is that their their focus is, is, is in one area. That's it. And yes, they can exploit that area because they can. I mean, it's a given. You know, they've been successful uh, in, in their, some of the top cryptos. However, I think that once uh, SafeMoon comes about uh, and they build their ecosystem, how they want it, how they envision it is going to be one-stop shop. And the utility it's going to provide, it's going to be eight blockchains into one uh, with the partners. Partners is going to add some more. And the volume, I think, uh, it's what's going to uh, make this uh, project successful. Uh, somebody mentioned, uh, I believe it was uh, uh, one of you, uh, wasn't paying attention on the voices uh, regarding the... Uh, you know, return on 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 the value, right? So, you know, if the value is X, you know, you get this much per X holdings. That's an equation that you know I, I I've looked at it since the beginning. So, I've, you know, I've been into into the project since last May, and 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 I think there's been some very good videos uh, explaining this part. However, I think that as the price increases, the volume is not going to create the same return because obviously the volume of, of a billion at our current price obviously would generate incredible returns, but the same value at a billion when this uh, the price is 10x or, or say 50x, it's not going to be the same. So we also have to be mindful of that 
granted that the value could be much higher at that point in time. So yes, you know, it could be really uh, sort of grow, it could grow in the same manner. But I think that, uh, you know, because I've looked at all the scenarios, price increasing, volume increasing, uh, circular supply decreasing, uh, and how that as a goal for the project is what we, we, we're going to get to a point where the price is not going to move down really because the volume is going to be so high and the circular supply is going to decrease constantly to where I just don't see the price, you know, dropping the way, you know, it, it, it it's been dropping in the last year or so. So, but back to the utility, the blockchain, I think that what SafeMoon's got to offer is much greater than any other project that you can look at it right now or even being developed will ever have. The way they're building the partnership, the uh, foundation. Uh, so once this project starts going, which, you know, I, I would agree with some of you, uh, I think that fourth quarter, first quarter of next year is when we're definitely going to start seeing the movement that we've been waiting for. And for all of us who are patient, for all of us who keep on adding, when the opportunity presents itself, as just like right now, I think we're going to benefit the most of it. And those who doubted the project, who wanted to make a quick buck, you know, be millionaires overnight, definitely they're the ones just going to look up and say, wow, I should have stayed. Could have, should have, would have, right? So, hey, thanks for the time before for allowing me the time to speak. Stack them, man. And, and one thing I think he brought up that's really important is, like right now, you're going to gain the greatest reflections with the price being low, right? But as the price moves up, you're going to have less reflections, but then the value of those reflections is going to be higher. So that that's the key piece. But like you're going to have either the value of the reflections higher or the reflections greater with the, the price being low. It's going to be one of those two scenarios. Let's go to uh, Benny. Uh, okay, they're bringing Benny up right now. Benny, good to see you. How are you? I'm good, man. Just relaxing outside, listening to the, to the rain. Uh, you know, I just had an epiphany and, you know, for speculation with the new website domain and uh, where the centralized exchange is going to wind up and in correlation with no front end updates really on our website, you know, when you go to coinbase.com, it's not an informational page. It takes you directly to their centralized exchange. When you go to KuCoin.com, you don't go to KuCoinExchange.com or any other variations. It takes you directly to their centralized exchange. So I'm just curious to see how that's going to all play out in terms of the release of the exchange. I think we're going to see the exchange wind up on the SafeMoon.com domain personally. And then probably the card come after that. Strong point, man. Stack them. Right? If you want to go right to the exchange, just go to safemoon.com. You don't have to go to safemoonexchange.com, right? You can go right to the website. And then I think, you know, the wallet definitely is going to be involved. Well, they've already said the DEX is the swap, right? And then it's about building the centralized exchange, which you were just touching on. The key is just getting as many projects as we can on there that are viable, right? They do their, their due diligence and listing the right projects. And we've already seen some great ones. 
I mean, we got some great, just take a look and see what, you know, when you go on there now, look at all the great projects we have. And we're at the very beginning. Uh, Don Bailey. Good to see you, Don. What's popping, Chris? I'm great, man. It's great to see you. We've been talking about a lot of things tonight. Bro. <laughs> I know you, I know you got some things to touch on. Go ahead. Nah, dude. I'm just really excited about what's happening. Like, uh, what do you guys think about the uh, uh, liquidity movement on the uh, debt? So that's the 22nd, if I saw it right. They had a noticing to, uh, if you were paired with the liquidity pool to pull that out. You want to explain that a little bit better? So what's really interesting is if you look at the Fudhelm statement, right? Uh, what the Fudhelm said was, is if you have established liquidity, right? So like um, there was uh, a button where you could, you know, stake essentially. But without saying the word stake, it was like join a pool. And that's what staking is, right? You join a liquidity pool, right? So, like, we've had the ability to stake for a while, uh, just, like, looking back at when they added that feature to it. And that is so, like, interesting to me is that, like, you know, I've been looking for the term stake, but we've had the functional ability to do it for a long time. It's so interesting you bring that up because I got a DM earlier this week and a guy told me, and I wasn't doubting, but he said, have you figured out the ability to stake yet? And I was like, what do you mean? He's like, take, you know, if you get some time, you know, log in and look at, you know, and I was like, man, I'm so busy with work and, and everything going on this week. And then uh, I got another DM and he said, you've been able to stake this for a while. He just didn't realize it. And I, and he was exactly right. I wasn't doubting what he was saying. I was just trying to figure out how to wrap my mind around it. So, yeah, that's so crazy. Like when you think about like communities and how like communities evolve, right? And how like like we basically our evolution is based off of like you know signposting. That's what we call it in debate, right? Uh, give us signposts, right? And that will tell you like what's going to happen next. Like, all right, judge, I am going to be attacking my opponent's first contention. So that is signposting. It's telling me where my arguments are going to be, right? But in cryptocurrency, it's just like, all right, we're going to be evolving this component, right? And so John mentioned, you know, Fudhelm mentioned, we're going to be improving the staking capability. But instead of staking, we had a literal toggle function that toggled us to the pool. But because it was named pool and not called staking, like the community didn't see it as staking. And like, I'm a part of that, right? I didn't see it as staking it either, right? I saw it as being a part of a pool. But, you know, that's, you know, like, I, I'm a part of the community. So, like, but the fact that I didn't see, like, that pool pooling function as being a component of staking, like, we've had it staking for so long. So, like, one more notch against the flutters, like, like we have staking. <laughs> and we have an advanced router being installed. Like, that. that's... That's unfathomable, like in terms of a project that is like a year in with like what people argue has, you know, no functionality, but it has like definite functionality. So I guess my question is when they do everything on the 22nd, right? And I think it's going to take a full day, maybe even two days. 
are we going to have a staking function come out at that point? I mean, we, we had the functionality of staking, but maybe it will be an improved staking where they go, hey, now you can stake and earn reflections. What I believe and um, what I believe may not always be true. So I think that function will exist. So we'll have the ability to stake. Does that matter right now when we don't have our blockchain? Probably not as much as when we have our blockchain, right? So like the v validation capability is not as important until we have our blockchain. But what does matter is our cross-chain capability. So maybe the staking provides liquidity for cross-chain transactions. And maybe the rewards are provided for cross-chain. So if I were someone, I would be looking to, you know, have the uh, BSC uh, Ethereum liquidity pair. That would be what I would stake or what I would pull in than anything else. Because with the cross-chain swaps, you're going to see an increase in volume between BSC and ETH, right? That's what you're saying, essentially. That is correct. That's smart, man. Really smart. Uh, okay. Uh, tomorrow, of course, is Grit Daily with John. What do you think is going to be discussed there? So I've thought about that a lot, and I think our next announcement is going to come out of Grit. Um, and so on the one hand, we know what's coming out of grid and that's going to be an announcement of the upgrade to the cross chain capability. But what I don't know is how they're going to describe the fees. So I think we'll get a further explanation of what happens with the fees and if the fees can be like either safe moon, like, like strategic. So like 2%. Where they'd be Binance, so we're getting about you know five percent, or if it's like you know Ethereum, so seven and nine percent. That's my prediction, just because I don't want to over predict. No, I get it, man. Uh, it, it, you know, it's easy to over predict; it's harder to under predict, right? <laughs> what do you think about this global tokenomics coming? Right now, we're saying tentatively in mid-April. So, so Glotox is like really interesting and I've been like studying that a lot, right? Um, and I wish my boy Leet were in here. That guy is probably one of the smartest guys I've ever talked to. Like, like I just got scammed on an investment and he was the first one that told me about it. But you know me, $30 to everything. So <laughs> it wasn't that bad. <laughs> so uh, it wasn't that bad. But still, like, Leap is like, I mean, he, like, Leap's name should be Elite. You know, he he's awesome. But in terms of Glotox, he came up with a statement that, like, I agree with. And it's called Tokenomics as a Service. Um, so if we're looking at Glotox as TAAS, meaning that SafeMoon provides the tokenomics capability, so the ability for exchanges to provide reflections based off of listings, uh, it makes sense when we look at our listing partners, and most of our listing partners have some like uh, creative tokenomic capability, and if our DEX and our DEX sex like hybrid has the capability of providing like glow talks to people. So yeah, unbelievable. And and the other thing I wanted to talk to you about, one of our partners, Affinity, they had the post about how you can use Affinity to stake. It, it, it seems like if I'm not wrong, you'd be staking for further safe moon. Is that correct? Wait, say that one more time. I'm sorry. Affinity had the tweet about staking and then they had safe moon right next to it. 
it looked like they were saying that you're going to be able to stake the affinity for for Satan, if I'm not mistaken. Did you see that? So I know what you're talking about, but what I don't know for a fact is if affinity is going to have the capability to stake uh, and cross pair with Safe Moon. We'll have to see what the liquidity liquidity pairings are like once those two happen. I mean, the thought process I have right now is that if you're going to have staking for Safe Moon, that you're going to have staking for all the tokens in the ecosystem as well. Right. If I were looking at like a staking capability, I would keep my eyes on what's happening with like, you know, your first prediction. Remember when you were so so big on um was it beefy? Yeah. It, it was sorry, I was trying to hit the unmute button. It was beefy.finance, the maximum chain optimizer, and Tim came out with that video. That was actually when the team was in Malta. And Scott Paul loved that video. So you're thinking the staking capability would be with Beefy Finance, which is on the uh, swap currently. So, yeah, I would if I had to have a prediction of where staking were to occur with SafeMoon, like, again, you know my theory about SafeMoon. I think SafeMoon is more about acquisitions and partnerships than it is about, like, uh, creating the capabilities inside of it. I think the capabilities will come from like our partnerships just because like they're a DeFi first type of organization. So like we would prefer partnerships that have the capability of providing the action than preferring the ability for it to happen like inherently inside of the system. So if partnerships can encourage that to happen. The first partnership that I would refer like would like anticipate would be beefy finance. So I would look at beefy, but at the same time, like if I were looking at buying land in the metaverse, I would look at buying, you know, empire. If I were looking at buying NFTs, I would look at Hadoui. So like, you know, like they're building a very cool infrastructure and the first partners, the tier one partners are most important in my opinion. Yeah. So it's like, instead of us building this on our own, we're going to bring in partners that can give us all this functionality. And then we can build the functionality that we want to build on the major things. It makes sense. Let's yeah. go rock. And it's yeah. called ludicrous speed. Sorry. Ludicrous. Go ahead. Ludicrous. No, go Stay ahead. up here, Don. Don, you there? <laughs> Don, are you coming in? Yeah, go ahead, Rock. Uh, Don, question. You're talking about uh, Beefy. What do you think about Giddy with Brandon and Scott Paul? So Giddy is probably one of my favorite projects in the space. And the reason why is the recoverable seed phrase. Um, I feel like that dynamic sharding capability, the ability for the C phrase to disappear and reappear and for people to not be able to lose their money will bring more people into the space because they will feel as if they have the ability to have control of their money than like not. So, yeah, um, that capability in and of itself will lead to a larger adoption than anything. So what I'm saying is, uh, you were talking about uh, Beefy, but with Giddy and Scott Paul and Brandon being involved with uh, John. Sorry, I'm losing my train of thought here. I actually, I'll just say it straight out. I bitched out Brandon the other day. I don't know if you saw that tweet about him talking about Giddy Finance and how it's going to be the wave of the future, basically. And I said, well, what about Safe Moon, basically? Because you and John and Scott have all been involved together and i i kind of thought of it as like well if you guys are 
supposedly friends or whatever, and then you go off and create your own project. But he says in some of his tweets that no, he he's still involved with us. It's about bringing it all up together. So I'm wondering, can you do me a favor and just say about one more time? A boot, a boot. <laughs> <laughs> oh fuck! I love your laugh. Um, but I could explain it a lot better. But I'm not. Um, no, I understand what you're saying. So, um, and here's what I like to say: It's like, so uh, there is a route to the top of the mountain, right? Mm-hmm. On some parts of the route, you have to, you know, scale a rock. On some parts, you have to, you know, walk a straight flat. On some parts of the top, you have to, like, you know, like, whatever obstacle you have to, like, encounter, I feel like there are partnerships that you can make to allow that portion of the escalation to the top of the mountain or to the summit easier, right? So, for example, Giddy has a very unique capability in terms of their technology. Their technology could be acquired, adopted, and or partnered with that makes the DeFi safe spacer. And so in terms of SafeMoon as a technology, I think we should start all viewing this as something that we could all utilize to make our DeFi experience better. Because I don't feel like there's anyone in this room that doesn't feel like DeFi is a better experience than like CeFi, right? Or a centralized financial place, right? Just Mm -hmm. because like, I mean, like, we, I, I'm literally interacting with people right now who are having problems with centralized finance. So with that being said, DeFi has the capability to make our ascension to the top of the mountain mountain that much better. But at the same time, there are multiple players that will play a role in that ascension. It mm-hmm. might be a leader. And in my opinion, SafeMoon is the leader. But also, in my opinion, SafeMoon cannot do it without a team so like start looking at what partnerships we're bringing on like follow hayden like if you're not following hayden follow hayden follow yeah and like like just be aware of like what technical functionalities the partners are bringing in like so you think about gemini and de- decentralized or decentraland right what do mm-hmm. we have that combats that we have empire you think about OpenSea, what do we have that combats that? We have Hadoui, right? Like Reflex Finance gives us our access to the stablecoin. Like there are so many things. If we want access to like, you know, like native good and like giving back and like corporate social responsibilities, you think enhance. Like there are so many things that you can do. Like Glow V2, I'm the same part, co- corporate social responsibility. There are a bunch of partnerships that we're making that make our ascension to the top that much greater but also like we have partnerships along the way to the top so yeah as soon as you as you mentioned staking my ears propped up i got off the elliptical i'm like uh i remember back with scott obviously you just didn't meet john and go see him just for the hell of it are you staking your ability to win contests I'm harvesting my ability to win harvest i see what you did there i see i see exactly (laughs) what you did there (laughs) <laughs> but you know what I mean? It's like they don't just randomly meet. It's not just Scott's like, I'm going to dress up like a, a knight and go check out John's office. He's there for a reason. He's there to create a partnership. And furthermore, Brandon as well. So you got Scott involved with, uh, what is it, Beefy? And you got Brandon involved with Giddy. I'm looking up Giddy and they've raised $8 million in another seed round just back January 14th. And you talk about staking. Yeah, I would encourage you guys to follow Hayden 
a lot more if you're looking for predictions about what we're going to do. Mm-hmm. Hayden is more of the creative front end. So like follow Hayden, see what he's doing, and then you'll have a lot of predictability in terms of what's coming. Um, John is more of the theoretical about what he wants to come, but who we choose to like, uh, you know, interact with our space, like, you know, like follow Hayden, that guy's a genius. And then also in addition, follow UNM. Um, UNM is a great scholar to follow. Um, and then I will say follow tree Fort, follow, uh, Momo combat, but still like if you follow Hayden, follow UNM, you're going to have a really good perspective of what's coming down the line and you'll be mm-hmm. bullish like i am i'm more bullish the more the more you talk actually uh i'll just mention the seed round uh paragraph here the seed round comes as giddy prepares for the launch of its platform which provides the first ever one tap staking for DeFi users their groundbreaking technology was developed with the mission to make DeFi accessible to the average cryptocurrency holder regardless of technical experience or wallet size what other mm-hmm. company got rich off of a one tap uh, functionality? I'm sure you know because I it don't. It was Amazon. So Amazon's the mm-hmm. one click to buy button is yeah. what made them the biggest mm-hmm. e-commerce platform. So one tap to stake, that is big. Absolutely. So a partnership, like what if Giddy instead of using Giddy, or if Giddy's natural pair was Giddy Safe Moon? Like there are a lot of partnerships that could happen there. So. Um, mm-hmm. what I'm saying is, is just because someone else is doing it or innovating in a space, don't think that Safemoon can't, you know, partner with him. Yeah. And I think if Giddy's going to do that with Safemoon, and then I think you would see that with all the other tokens in the Safemoon ecosystem as well. Right. It would only make sense. Exactly. There has to be a one middleware. And then you brought this up last time, Affinity too, right? Because there's- I love Affinity. It's probably one of my favorite projects on the market yeah because you're going to be able to transfer with wallets based on a username rather than a contract address i gotta believe that's going to be in the future of safe moon as well i i would agree like that peer-to-peer transfer process is something that i'm bullish on as well it makes it easier what i see is that safe moon's developing things that are simple for new investors to use not just experienced investors right we're talking about one tap staking we're talking about transfers with usernames and not having to use contract addresses uh you know all these things are going to make this system you know flow really quick uh it's it's about speed and simplicity right if you have speed and simplicity then you're going to have more adoption faster adoption uh what do you think don 100%. Like, and then adoption is one of the key components of a uh, growing cryptocurrency. So the more people that adopt it, the more money we all make. So how much utility can SafeMoon have? And can SafeMoon gain utility from its partnerships? Yeah. Uh, It all makes sense what you're saying, because... You know, when you have somebody that's already established or specializes in that one area, what do you do? You partner with them, right? And then you 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 understand the contract and you get them in the Safe Moon ecosystem, and then you're able to take the best aspects of all these projects and integrate them into Safe Moon, and then take the things that Safe Moon's doing and integrate them into the partners, right? So 
integrating tokenomics, you know. That's right. Important stuff, man. That's why they don't call it the safe moon planet. They call it the safe moon galaxy. There are multiple planets in the galaxy. The galaxy, the planets have their own autonomy, right? They have their own functionalities. They're their own entities, but they all have orbits inside of the safe moon galaxy. So that's important. It's starting to make a lot more sense now. Uh, let's get Jason Anderson up here. It, it's all starting to add up. We're seeing a clear picture. Jason, go ahead, sir. Kind of made me think of a question. Uh, the user-to-user -user transfer, um, would that help avoid taxes, like on gift taxes? Like, say we get rich. Well, we're going to get rich. Um, and we want to send our mom something or our son or our daughters. Would that help, like, avoid taxes? I don't think it will avoid taxes. I think what it will do is it will stop uh, errors that happen, right? Like if you if you don't have a contract address right, you lose that money. Uh, when we had Chris, the CEO of Affinity, and Zach on here, the CMO, they were talking about how many uh, billions of dollars are lost when money sent, you know, the wrong, from one contract address to the other, and it's not completely accurate. So I think that's what it's going to address. I think you're still going to have taxes. I don't think it's going to change the, your tax basis. Uh, Crypto G, go oh, ahead. Uh, hey, don't, hey, don't forget, uh, Jason, I wanted to mention this to you since you're talking about taxes. Uh, Don Bailey, hey, you, you always speak perfectly, so I just want to say thank you for coming up and talking. Um, and also, remember, uh, there is a gentleman who works um, in Congress that has presented a bill to the basically to the administration to say, hey, we don't want to tax anything over $200. That's still gaining uh, headway. It may actually be increased at some point. Um, so, so just remember that. And what that means is if you spend cryptocurrency, well, I don't know how it's all going to work with the ecosystem and all that stuff down the road, but they said if you spend $200 or less, you won't be taxed on it. So that is making headway with all the regulations that are going to be introduced to the administration with what's what's happening now legally in the you know in the executive branch the the judicial branch and all that stuff it's that's going to change a lot of the tax things that they're working on because you got to remember Biden was really trying to get you know like a 42% tax bracket blah 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 for and, and cancel long term capital gains that's never going to pass i I've, i haven't even seen that pass I don't even see it passing. Uh, if anything, they're going to increase it uh, slightly. The, the highest they've ever had was, I think, like 38%. Um, and I think it's like 36% like right now. So I, I, I'd i have to look at all those numbers. But just, guys, understand those those taxes are, and the regulations that are, the, you know, that they just came out with this week with the executive order, that's all going to be taking place very soon. You'll see changes soon, too. So I just wanted to bring that up. Thank you. We got you in the blockchain a little bit, man. A couple of our speakers we've, we've had in the blockchain. So if you guys can get that corrected, please. Uh, we're catching most of it, but we're not catching all of it. Uh, hey, Chris, could you step me down? I can't hear as a speaker. I'm sorry. Weird. Okay. I think so. Yeah. I don't know what it is with Twitter, man. I'm, I'm doing everything I can to get us through this, but uh, my apologies if we're having Yeah, it's not acting up again. Like where you can hear like every other words. 
uh, from people. It's just, it, I don't know, it's weird stuff. And I guess you only, it, it happens when you're in the panel. Like if you're in the listening uh, below, it, it everything is smooth. I okay. just spoke with uh, one of the listeners, Chris, that's active in uh, several other spaces. And it is a Twitter-wide uh, situation. So it's not just this space. The uh, speakers, once they're in the panel, like Patron said, um, they can't hear the host or each other, but the listeners can hear the host or whoever's speaking. So that's the situation. What about you guys as co-hosts? Are you guys hearing me okay? No. No. No, I can't, I can't hardly hear you. I cannot hardly understand what you're saying. Neither what Crypto G was talking about. Neither Don Bailey. Most of the time, I couldn't understand anybody. I just stay quiet to, you know, not be disrespectful and break in into the conversation. Man, that is very uh, frustrating. So I'm sorry you're dealing with that, man. We're trying to get everybody involved. Let's go to Mohit. Go ahead, Mohit. Hey, what's up? Uh, how are you guys doing? Am I audible? I'm not hearing you at all, brother. Can you speak into the mic? Mohit. Hello? Okay, go ahead. Yeah, so my question is, uh, we're not seeing any big money coming in, like more than $100 million or $200 million. So anybody here who have experienced the same during uh, uh, the early days of BTC or ETH, and when can we see that kind of big money? Is it only after the utility? I mean, that's so hard to predict, man. <laughs> when you're talking like hundreds of millions of dollars, you don't usually see that. Like big buys we've seen in the past have been like in the hundreds of thousands. But I, I, I recall seeing a few buys in the million range, you know, in the past. But to, to see several millions coming in on a buy, uh, I, I don't recall ever seeing that. So. Uh, not to say that people won't buy a lot in the future, but you, the other thing you got to understand is it's not going to all come from one wallet address either. Most people have multiple wallets that they they buy SafeMoon with, right? Uh, the big buyers, anyway. Uh, I've talked to people that hold, you know, that are top 100 wallets. I know three people that are top 100 wallets. One of the people I know has, I think, at least 10 wallets. So in terms of tracking that, you know, you're not going to be able to track that when they have multiple wallets either, right? So that's just a point I wanted to say on that. Uh, Cole Deep, go ahead. Good morning, everyone. Patron, Adamson, Chris, sir, how are you? We're good, man. How are you? Absolutely fantastic. And uh, uh, yeah, I heard this question from Mohit. And hi, Mohit, how are you? You know what I feel? Uh, uh, you know, uh, percentage-wise, uh, pe how people are divided first uh, 10 to 15 percent then uh, uh, you consider it from 15 to 75 percent and then consider it 75 to 100 percent all right in three three batches first are the people who are kind of angel investors and um, uh, they are kind of uh, associated with the project all the time and they know about the project and those are the investors uh, which fall into the range of uh, first 15 to 20 percent and rest in the middle range, we all come in. Uh, you know, we all are retail investors. We hear about it somewhere, uh, here and there. And we try to learn about it and we try to invest. 
so right now and it's a long period all right uh, from 20 to 75 70% it's a long phase in which we are participating some people come in some people get out uh, so within this range you will see at the max 1 million dollar or maybe it's also too much 500000 dollars is also uh, quite a large sum of money so this is the range we are currently dealing with and later on when all the things comes comes out uh, into the safe moon which are in pipeline right now that time uh, the rest 30% last 30% of the batch who is actually cream batch amongst all of us they will realize the potential of this project and uh, they will try to jump in uh because they have already um uh, kind of report card of all our experiences we the middle ones right so they will use it to their own benefit and they are only intentionally trying to make money all the time 24/7 they are thinking about making money so that 30% creamy layer will jump in when all the products in the pipeline comes out and that's when we'll see uh, those kind of inputs uh, like 100 and 200 million dollars or something like that Yeah, I mean we'll see we'll see how it all comes out. Mohit, go ahead. Yeah, I understand this uh, but with uh, 10% tax how how do you speculate this? Because if uh, let me see if I have if I have 100 million, I instantly lose 10 million. And if there is not enough volume then how? Uh, that's what I'm trying to understand. Yeah, for, how this how this Yeah, you know, uh, for a business person, even for me I will consider I'm a small business person in my own world. um i feel that uh, that 10% is actually an investment considered as an investment if i invest 100 rupees 100 dollars uh, i will consider my investment to be 110 dollars and the output i will consider as not 200 dollars or 210 180 that means i'll be earning uh, around 80 dollars uh, 80 85 something like that so it will be my profit and that's how i'm going to see it as a business person and this is not an issue if you know every business person understands this is the best part of safe moon or any project as such so i don't think it's a problem it's actually uh, on the benefit side for all of us you know i'll just say this we're talking about a massive number so i don't know how realistic that is right like i look at you know some big buys coming in but when you're talking 100 million dollars i i think that's asking a lot right Will we have multiple buys that add up to a hundred million dollars? Yeah, but to have a buy come in at a hundred million, I mean, you can look at the history of Safe Moon. I don't think we've had anything near that, and that's not knocking anything. It's just you're talking a massive scale buy. I mean, that how many people really? You know, you're talking like an investment firm or a hedge fund or something like that at that point. Uh, so that's my point. I don't know how realistic it is to expect a hundred million buy. I don't I don't I don't see that as a realistic possibility. Uh doesn't mean that we're not going to be successful. No, we're going to be successful. We're going to have a lot of buys come in that accumulate to that figure, but to have one buy like that, I don't know if that's ever possible. But we're asking a lot there. Uh let's let's do this. Let's get our final thoughts and then we're going to end the show. Uh damn, your final thoughts. Yeah, I apologize tonight everyone. I wasn't able to hear um the speakers very clearly at all or chris so I wasn't able to bring a lot tonight um I'm excited I liked hearing what I could make out <laughs> from Don Bailey um I especially liked the idea of staking um to the cross chain liquidity pools on the on eth and binance those two 
Um, the amount of traffic that I expect we will see, that's a big deal. That's the one thing he said that I really picked up on. Um, but yeah, we have a lot coming. I'm excited. Thank you all for being here tonight. Again, I apologize. I wasn't able to hear much of what was said. No big deal, man. We, we worked through it. Uh, Patron, your final thoughts. Um, yeah, it's the same thing. This, this tr Twitter issue, I guess is affecting, you know, like the ability for us to interact with each other and understand each other better. Uh, but I, I, I guess it'll, it'll get fixed sometime down the road, hopefully. Uh, but uh, other than that, you know, I'm very excited for still not over. Um, uh, I think that whatever is going to happen on the 23rd uh, going forward, I think it's going to be huge. And not just that alone. I think that there are some more other news that may be coming through that, like I said, I don't think any of us are aware of or are even ready. Um, but whatever happens, you know, we still got a bright future. Stay strong. Uh, we'll be back on Monday, hopefully uh, with a better feed on Twitter. Yeah, and just to give everybody a heads up, I don't know if you noticed, but we had Joe from Mandala. He was in here listening. I didn't want to put him on the spot. Uh, you know, uh, they're working on global tokenomics, but Joe was in here for a while listening. I don't know if you guys noticed that. So I can say it now that he's gone, but uh, he'll be on at some point to speak. I'm confident in that. Uh, we'll let them get their job done and, you know, get the work done. But I just thought it was cool that he was here listening into the program. Uh, look, we're going to close everything up. Uh, obviously, we had some technical issues a little bit tonight, but look, we're on the right path. I think tomorrow's going to be a great day. Uh, the Grit Daily House with, with John, I think, is going to be a nice moment for us. Uh, let's see what's said. Uh, Don thinks that he'll, he'll have something a little bit to say. Uh, we got the cross-chain swaps coming up, of course. Uh, you know, and I think we'll have more news come out this month as well. Uh, I don't expect something huge or groundbreaking like an exchange, you know, announcement, but I do expect uh, global tokenomics to be a big deal when that comes out in April. That's not that far away. Uh, I expect more swap partners. I expect a greater uh, swap volume as well. Uh, and it's going to be interesting to see how things play out. So just wanted to end it with that. Uh, thank everybody for being here. Uh, tomorrow we'll all be tuning in. I'm sure John will have some important stuff to say. Uh, hold strong, okay? And uh, just make sure that you guys uh, continue to believe in each other and let's build this community. Uh, good night to everybody. Thank you for tuning in. 